Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here with Lynn Davis, CEO of Next Generation, Laura Kennedy, Head of Data Science, Next Generation. How's it going, girls? Very good, well, thanks. How are you? We're here to talk about the Next Generation's uh, awards. Well, it's the Data Science Awards, the Dancy yeah. Awards. Yeah. So it's actually, uh, I suppose, a separate entity to Next Generation, albeit that it was founded by Next Generation. And what do, Next, what do you guys actually do, Next Generation do? Oh, we're a recruitment agency. So yeah. we're a search and selection business uh, across, I suppose, technical verticals would probably be. So science, engineering, data science, IT, um, you know, technical finance, technical verticals. So that's why basically you're linked up with the, you're doing these awards because there's something you're in already. That's Yes, exactly, yes. It's a core area for our organization and it's very much a growing what we would define as a growing job family so we thought that the best way to I suppose identify and highlight that job family was to create um, a community within Ireland that you know allowed the community the, the data science community to showcase yeah. themselves tell us a bit about what actually is data science so data science is essentially um, it's advanced analytics. So this is where what the what the average data scientist would do is they take mathematical skills, programming skills, they take their knowledge of statistics, and then combine that with an understanding of what their organisation is trying to accomplish, whether it is um, increase revenue through in you know through bringing out new products for customers or whether it's an insurance company trying to reduce their um, claims fraud. And these guys uh, basically help the business to make better decisions and to use data to decide what way to proceed. So trends like <clears throat> patterns in behaviour, if we take the insurance space, it might trend that... <clears throat> 60% of the cost of the insurance claims are coming from a particular, it'll be able to trend from a particular age group, from a particular gender. So it'll be able to identify where the cost base uh, or where the insurance claims are coming from in a much more factual way to enable and empower the organisations to start reducing and eliminating and even benefiting those who aren't impacting the cost of the claims. Would you involve big, big data as well? Absolutely. Um, I mean, look, 90%, I think, of the world's data has been created in just the last two years. So we're collecting data at a rate that we never, ever have before. And um, so, I mean, when we say big data, we really just, we, we, we mean massive data sets. Yeah. And um, particularly, you know, governments, financial organizations um, are really harvesting massive amounts of data. And... We've finally reached a point where technology has advanced so the, to the point where we can actually leverage that data now. We're able to analyze it. We weren't able to before because we didn't have the, techn the technological firepower, whereas now we actually do. So it means that um, we're, able to, we're able to have insights in real time that just weren't an option. Five, ten years yeah. ago. So I guess basically technology because it's come down in price and the cloud as well, that can help you do a lot faster and quicker as well. Yes, well, one, one great thing about cloud as well is, um, and particularly with the news recently, from a data security perspective, it would, you know, it does help to reduce the risk somewhat, or not the risk, more so the cost for the, uh, the business owner. If you're going to host your data in the cloud, 
you're you're leveraging, let's say, for example, Amazon's cool data security um, and not having to have that in-house so much yourself. I mean, ultimately, it's your data. If it's hacked, it's your problem. Um, But it's, you know, it is a good option for um, particularly the smaller business to be able to um, protect their data somewhat. And how popular is it in Ireland? Oh, data science is extremely popular in Ireland. Um, so across every industry, data science is being is being impl- is being used to make better uh, business decisions. So across marketing, across um, across insurance, across everything, and it's anywhere that you want to make a decision that's going to impact the success of your business. Data science is applicable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, not even just the success of your of your business. Also, the you know to empower and enable your customer base. Like you have to remember that we have moved and migrated into a world where you know the consumer has changed, the buying behaviors have changed, and the needs of the consumer has changed. Right. So, data science really enables and empowers and supports organizations to deliver into those needs. Now, whether they're for pharmaceutical and their medical research around cancer drugs, or whether medical research around how to give up smoking, the fact that we can actually get these data suites, it it empowers and gives us better trends to get to a success rate quicker, equally as it does for the marketeer to target the customer who has changed in their behaviour, has become very individual, and who wants to be treated as an individual. So it really has multiple facets and multiple strains to both its capability, its output, and its contribution as a whole to organisations. Right. And how, and, uh, how, how has it become a high area for employment? Well, I mean, um, basically, uh, because of the fact that, uh, you know, as we discussed, that data science is now being implemented by companies wholesale across the across industries and not just not just in commerce but also um, in government as well for looking at the citizens so it's not just about looking at the customer it's also about looking at the citizen how should we organize our healthcare what do we need to do with the roads and the infrastructure there all of that type of thing but so this obviously creates a massive demand for data scientists data engineers, people who can build the data infrastructure that will hold the information and then the data scientists who will come along and analyse that data and create the insights. And, and I think one of the key things as well is that Ireland is known, or Dublin in particular, is known as mini Silicon Valley. Yeah. So, you know, this is a global trend um, and because we are seen as mini Silicon Valley, they say that I think it's the only it's the only city in the world where you can actually walk to every Silicon Valley organization without having to get in a taxi. So we already have that sort of very strong American influence in which we know data science has already taken a good foothold in. So that positions Ireland very strongly in terms of actually developing. And again, it's at that high end level skill. So it's very much around innovation and R&D skill level, which Ireland is really renowned for in terms of its capability and in terms of what it can do. Yeah. So that's why I think it's particularly trended in uh, in Ireland, because the organisations we've here, because of our skill base and because of our reach and range into, into Europe. Yeah. And I guess basically, as it's become more popular, how has made organisations uh, change how they work? 
I think it's changed how they think. And I think then as a byproduct of that, it changes how they behave. So if you take a traditional marketeer, and this is probably one that is probably most you know, you could, we can all relate to. If you take a traditional marketeer, we've gone from, you know, advertising on posters, advertising on billboards, advertising in magazines. We then moved into direct email campaigns. And then now we've moved into much more, okay, now we understand our customer. So my customer is Linda Davis. She's aged X, she's female. She has X amount of, you know, um, children. So they now understand me as a customer. So they can now target me in a much more personal perspective. Yeah. And has that changed the way businesses work absolutely it also reduces costs so you're not wasting and spending you know big brand budgets on massive events and you know billboards and all of that kind of stuff so in that capacity absolutely has if you take it from a technical capacity or say from an R&D capacity if you look at okay if you're trending behaviors in certain medicines and you're understanding what percentage of your audience is or it is or isn't having an impact on and how it's having an impact then you can determine much quicker as to whether this medicine is of value to its audience or whether it isn't yeah and uh, how do you promote it more f- to school kids and organisations? Well, I think that um, you, at the moment you'll find that at third level, data science is, um, in its various different forms, becoming more and more popular. What we do, I think, need to see is maybe some more initiatives around pushing it out at secondary school level. So... Um, you know, so so that uh, kids at secondary school can actually do leaving cert exams in statistics, or you know, and in in programming, in related subjects like that, which aren't really available at the moment. Um, so we still our, our leaving cert curriculum and um, subject options are still mm. quite traditional, um, and there there aren't um, outside of the mathema- mathematics there aren't really um, relevant leaving certificate options here. So I think that would be a really good way for us to promote data science and to support data science in Ireland because these kids then are going to go on to be much better prepared third level students going into these subjects at university and I think to highlight what Laura's saying there like you know STEM has to play a big part in this you know it has to be started getting put like it's already like we know there's massive initiatives around STEM but I think the key thing is about actually you know we need to educate our secondary school leavers to actually what careers are available to you and what do those careers look like so you know somebody who maybe has you know an incredibly strong you know um uh lean towards math science physics like you know they would people are sending them down the traditional routes whether it's research academia whether you know all of those as opposed to saying well actually here's one that nearly kind of half culminates all a piece of all of them and here's a whole new job family so some of it's just about also getting into the career guidance you know curriculums getting them to upskill and understand the suite of job families and the potential journeys and also the potential earnings that people can make so I mean I think that that's really important like if you see a career and then you can understand what does that career involve what does it mean to me and then what can I earn from that career and how can I grow in that career people are naturally you know going to have much more awareness about it and the right people will gravitate towards it yeah I guess Cordojo is something that we can use as a positive thing and educate people I think Coder Dojo is a brilliant example. So um, kids get involved with Coder Dojo from a very young age and they're learning to programming, program and they love it. And it goes to show that you can, you, there, there's no such thing as being too young to learn programming skills. 
um, and some of the some of the um, some of the projects of Coder Dojo's recent um, Cool Projects exhibition were absolutely amazing. Um, and so, but the thing is that Coder Dojo is extracurricular. Yeah. And that's the point that we're trying to make is that you know this uh, to bring to bring some of this into an actual curriculum. Yeah. Because I feel that at the moment all the things you got a matter in science and saying, well, surely computer science is science in itself. Why are you taught in school programming as an option? Because you taught home economics as an option. Why not do uh, computer programming? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that kids are able for it. They want it. And let's bring it in. Because when I was 10, I was learning computer programming when I was 10 years of age. Wow. And it did me the, did me the world of good. So Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very impressive. You obviously have very um, forward futuristic parents. Well, I wanted to do an, uh, a thing is, uh, back then I had an old Atari, come to Big 20, and it was basically, I learned how to program in BASIC, which is the language we were using at that point. And then somebody I knew came in and again and gave me a few lessons, tips here and there, how to do yeah. it. I'm not the greatest programmer, but it gave me a love for computers. Yeah. And that's the one thing. Yeah. But if you realise you're not going to be basically a great scientist or anything else, yeah. if you love the area that well, you'll stick in the area in some capacity. Wow. So these were kids, if they go into Kodoji and they realise long term, data science is or isn't for me, they can work in, in, a, in, a, in a job that's, that actually encompasses that in certain ways. Absolutely, and I mean, you know, we hope that by initiatives as well, like the, the Data Science Awards, the DATSI Awards that we're doing, that kids, the kids um, are going to get visibility to that as well and yeah. see, the, see these options and potential future achievements. Um, and maybe it will help them to make the decision to get involved in data science. Yeah. Yes, about the awards, when's the closing date for the awards? So the, at the moment we're in the competition phase yep. and um, you can still enter. There are a number of different categories all available on the website, www.datsiawards.ie, that's D-A-T-S-C-I. And the window for entry closes um, in two weeks' time on the 31st of May. Yeah. Okay, and then you have uh, you have basically a long list and a short list, and then when is the uh, the award itself taking place? September is it? Yeah, September twenty first. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and the big thing I think I think the real the real piece for us around this is that we are trying to really put Ireland on the map from a European and a global perspective as really leading in data science. And that's really, really key for us is that we showcase Ireland, Ireland's capability, uh, Ireland's ability with this particular job family and this particular suite of skills to really, I suppose, make us a centre of excellence for Europe and then, sure, we'll take the world on after Europe. Yeah, that's good. Thanks so much for that. Perfect. Thank you.